creators of the Jimmy and Luke Show and Front Seat Cinema, this is Revolutionary. Hello, 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 welcome to Revolutionary, episode one, one, you know, in, uh, a hain, one. Uh, hello, my name's Lucy, and this is the first episode of a new podcast. I have previously hosted other podcasts, namely The Jimmy and Luke Show, which is a twice-weekly show I do from September until May, and with a bunch of other people, and we recorded in, uh, like, a cafeteria space, and there's a lot of background noise. But also, this also means that there are often kind of people who wander over and talk to us and participate in the show, and we talk about all sorts of stuff, and we do it twice a week, and the episodes are really, really long, and it's a whole lot of fun. Oh, listen, an alarm. I kid you not, that is a real car alarm going off beside me. So, um, as I was saying, Jimmy and Luke Show, one of the podcasts I host, the other is Front Seat Cinema, which I do by myself, uh, just like this one, and I do it on my website, buzzhub.info, which is a successful film and television news website, I do the podcast called Front Seat Cinema, I do it every week over the summer, and it's all about, uh, Reviewing the latest film releases, doing box office news, box office, reading out box office numbers, and uh, I do some movie news as well. And that is a very, very, very popular podcast. Uh, it undoubtedly has the highest listenership of any of the podcasts I've ever done. So, uh, with that podcast, I always feel I have to uphold a certain standard and... Uh, stick to a certain release pattern in order to please my, uh, in order to please satisfy my, uh, large, relatively large listenership. Now, the thing with this podcast, Revolutionary, is that I expect that this podcast will have zero to, uh, about zero listeners, uh, which means I feel that I can maybe be a bit more, uh, maybe unprofessional uh, and let's say uh, not have to stick to a release pattern I plan to only release an episode of this whenever I feel like it which may uh, come down to once a month even as infrequently as that also there we go again also I can really talk about whatever the hell I want uh, although I guess I can also do that on the Jimmy and Luke show but I have other people who are taking part two with this it's just me rambling about stuff so I'm going to wait for the car alarm to go off, and then I will talk about some stuff for a few minutes. Let's see if you want to keep listening. Okay, it's gone. So the first topic I'm going to talk about today is the FIFA World Cup. I'm sure if you are a living human being, you're probably aware the FIFA World Cup's going on right now. It is, as I speak, about to enter the quarterfinal stages. We're in the second rest day before the quarterfinals when I'm recording this, and Let's see if I can remember, off the top of my head, all the teams that are in the quarterfinals. Okay, so let's see. So there are eight teams in the quarterfinals. And let me think. The eight teams are uh, Argentina. We've got Argentina. 
We've got Colombia. We've got France. Uh. Huh. We've got Germany. Yeah, Germany. Um, Brazil. That's five. So there's three more teams. Three more. Uh, Uruguay. Maybe no, not not Uruguay. No, not Uruguay. Uh, so that's five. Who else is there? Who else would there be? European countries. European countries aren't doing too well in this World Cup. They really aren't. Um. Nope. I don't think there's any more European countries. So, let's think. The USA. I know we're beaten by Belgium. So Belgium. That's another European country. Okay. Then we've got the Netherlands. That's another European country. Okay, one more. One more country in the World Cup quarterfinals. I believe it is probably a South American country. Would it be Costa Rica? I believe it would be. So those are the eight teams I think that are in the quarterfinals. I could be wrong. I could have got more or two wrong. But anyway, those are the eight teams I believe have been in the World Cup quarterfinals. Now, I'm not a huge fan of soccer, uh, but the World Cup does grab my interest, mostly for geographical and political reasons. I very much enjoy the political and uh, well, mostly the political side of the tournament. The countries going up against each other, the tension, the rivalry, all the behind-the-scenes uh, controversy with Sepp Blatter, uh, the moustache-twirling villainous leader of FIFA, uh, who is truly a despicable person. Uh, I I would uh, suggest you go and watch the rant uh, that John Oliver made about him on the show last, the HBO series. Last. Oh, for God's sake... From the HBO series last week tonight with John Oliver. John Oliver gave a very good speech about Sepp Blatter and FIFA and how corrupt they are. I highly recommend you go listen watch, or watch it on YouTube. I might put a link in the show notes. Um, so I'm interested in all that stuff. I don't particularly enjoy watching uh, a group of 20-something men kicking a rubber ball around a field. Uh, but I see that there are people who do. And I am really, during the World Cup, forced to sit around and watch hundreds of hours of this uh, with family and friends. So I eventually kind of ease into a mode of enjoying it somewhat. Although it does disrupt my normal TV viewing patterns. For example, this week I was very much looking forward to the season premiere of The Leftovers, Damon Lindelof. Uh, Tom Parata's new HBO series, and I couldn't watch it because the football was on. And uh, that's an example of how the soccer is affecting my enjoyment of television. And, uh, well, it's pretty selfish and uninteresting of me to talk about that. Um, so is there anything else about the World Cup? Not really. Of the teams left in it, who would I want to win? Not sure. Maybe Costa Rica. Um, who else? I was rooting for the USA. Although I'm from I'm from Ireland, but I was rooting for the USA. Who else is left that I would want to win? Costa Rica, I would like to see win. Um, I don't know, Belgium, maybe. Despite them beating the US, I still I do like them as a team and as a country. Yeah, so those are the few that I would like to see win. Brazil, I'd like to see Brazil win as well because they did host the tournament and they're excellent, so they deserve to win. And Argentina. I like Argentina too. And Lionel Messi is an excellent player. So, that's enough about the World Cup. So, I'll tell an anecdote if you're interested. I met a parrot yesterday. 
This sounds like a made-up story, but yesterday I met a parrot in a castle. Uh, and I had to pay four euro, and I entered the castle, and they had an exhibition on piracy. Not internet piracy, mind you, uh, the piracy, uh, the, you know, classic piracy with armed cutlass and swords and Johnny Depp in a silly hat talking like Keith Richards. So I went to this exhibition, and there was a real-life pirate in a cage. And I thought, oh boy, I am going to take a photo of this pirate for my photography uh, website, my photography blog, my photography, or my Instagram, I'm at revolutionary Instagram, at revolutionary on Twitter. I thought, I'm going to take a picture, and also you can visit uh, facebook.com slash Pictures, I believe is the name of my Facebook page of photo- photographs. I, mean, I thought, I want to take a really cool picture of the parrot. I went up so close to the side of the parrot's cage, I actually set an alarm off, not unlike the one you've heard at the beginning of the episode, um, but as a result, I got arguably the best photograph I have ever taken. And I think it came out absolutely wonderfully. I posted it on Instagram, I posted it on Twitter and Facebook, and you can see it on all any of those places. The parrot is looking right into the camera. He's up really, really close. There's detail on his feathers, and the detail in his eye is just absolutely beautiful. I don't uh, take credit myself for this. I take credit of him for being such a magnificent creature. His name was Shakespeare. He didn't talk while I was there, but I did. I could hear him talking once I left the room, because apparently the owner said he doesn't talk in public. He only talks in front of his owner. But anyway, he was wonderful, Shakespeare the Parrot. And uh, I was very glad that I saw him. And you should look up that photo, it's great. I might put it as the episode artwork, we'll see. So, other news. What else is there to talk about on this first episode, this pilot, if you will, of the Revolutionary Podcast. Not much, not much. I would recommend that you visit me on social media, twitter.com slash revolutionary, and uh, instagram.com slash revolutionary, and uh, I tweet quite a bit, I'm an avid Twitter user. There we go again. I think it's just going, the alarm is going off at regular intervals at this point. But I use Twitter a lot. I enjoy tweeting. I have some interesting thoughts and some interesting topics. So I would suggest you check it out. If you want to hear more of my inane ramblings. And you can visit buzzhub.info. That's B-U-Z-Z-H-U-B.info if you want to read my film reviews. And you can listen back to all the... Uh, or to quite a few previous episodes of the Jimmy and Luke show. At jimmyandluke.info. We've done 125 episodes over the past three years, I think. And you can listen back to probably the last 50 episodes online. So that's pretty good. Let's go to our website for that. The 100th episode is, was a lot of fun. You should listen to that first, maybe. That's a great episode. Ease you into the show. And for, as for Front Seat Cinema, uh, well, all the previous episodes of that are available. So And I release it every week, so you can hear the most recent episode uh, up now, and I'll be reviewing Transformers Age of Extinction. So, thank you for downloading this episode. If you have, I doubt there's anyone listening. If you are that one person who isn't me who's listening, then send me a tweet. Go at twitter.com slash revolution, or, or E-V-O-L-U-C-I-E-N-A-R-Y. Shoot me a tweet, and I will make sure to follow you, favorite you, retweet you, and send you a nice message in return. Although, I just recently hit my follower, or my following... Uh, limit. I, I have followed 2,000 Twitter accounts, and I can follow no more until I've unfollowed a couple. So I'm going back and unfollowing some people I don't like uh, in order to free up space. So if I don't follow you immediately, it's 
merely because of that, I will follow you in due course. It will definitely give you a favorite and a retweet. So, and I'll read out your name and message on the next episode. Next episode, when will it be released? Who knows if I will do another episode, but if I do, it'll probably be out in about three weeks, uh, maybe less. Thank you for downloading. Revolutionary. Lucien out.